but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. Mugs, here we are. We're back on track. We've got the Ipswich maestro. He likes Winnie Blues. He likes wife beater singlets. He is he's Ipswich through and through. He's the big Moz. He's here with me again. How are you, mate? <laughs> mate, couldn't have said it better myself there. Look, I'm 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 willing to hang up the jacket and tie that uh was Stradbroke season and and get a bit more comfortable in what we know, mate. And that's very bad decisions at a very bad racetrack and <laughs> winners because that's what we're going to do this weekend, mate. Ipswich Cup Day. How about it? Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm pretty pumped, mate. After the um, after the spray I gave to Fane, and then he comes out and wins the <laughs> wins the Stradbroke. I need a. I, I deserve to be out of Ipswich. I think this weekend that um that, that suits me to a T. <laughs> yeah, look, mate. I'm happy to uh happy to drive you or you come with me either way because yep, need to get away with it. And I will tell you what, I didn't know that uh, so many mugs were bloody Group One Stradbroke experts because everyone was happy to let us know that Tafane was the value of the day yeah. after a bloody salute. <laughs> Well, guess what? It's called a handicap race for a reason. The whole field is leveled out at the weights so that every horse has a potential chance of winning. So yeah. that's the uh, the beauty of Australian racing. So yes, Tafane did have a chance to win. Guess what? So did 18 other horses that fortunately uh, we thought might might have been a better shot. But hey, yeah. There was a few. There was a few hard luck stories, I think, in there. Particularly um, the big boy we were on, the Herovian, just yeah, like absolutely poleaxed twice. I think it looked like in the final sort of four hundred, which is just no chance. And then, of course, Craig gets on bloody Brooklyn Brooklyn Hustle that only Jamie Carr appears to be able to win on, and he storms down the outside and wins. I just. Uh, <laughs> Had, that that pretty much explained the day basically when Brooklyn Hustle came out one after Tafane. I was like, oh, it's that it was been one of those days for us. <laughs> Mate, it was it was one of those carnivals. I mean, we put up a bit of a uh, a hilarious video like we always do, mate. But just the horses that just have not won were just winning. You've got yeah. you know back a couple of weeks. You've got Warning. You've got our back Barbie saluted. Uh, yeah. Nudge yeah. is racing like an absolute champion horse. Reloaded like the list goes on and. It's, it's almost like trainers bring horses to Brisbane to resurrect their career. <laughs> it's, <laughs> we, bring, we bring them back from the grave, mate. It's like a, just we reinvent them. Tony Golan's reinventing them left, right and centre, mate. He's an absolute genius, that man. So another oh. cracking carnival for him. But anyway, shall we rip into the first at the Bundamba racetrack? <laughs> We will, mate, and uh, you're right. We we get out to Ipswich and and mugs. Look, we we go right at Ipswich, but that's just with our midweek previews, mate, where we have two or three tips. So the pressure's on us to tip the card. We've got a 300 meter straight at Ipswich, so mugs. It's one of those things that they just could be leading and winning here. There's not a lot of rain around, but they're telling us potentially a soft out there at old uh, God's country, settling country, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, mate, I've got some, uh, I've got some tips from a, an avid listener. Uh, now, look, he's, he's made the Ipswich Cup Day his own over the last few years in the different sense of the word, mate. So, as we sort of said, it's time to hang up the jacket and tie because going to Ipswich is a different ball game, mate. So, for the mugs out there, we've got a few tips from the man himself. 
to have a good day out at uh, Ipswich Races. So tip number one, get your bets on now because there's no bloody reception at Ipswich. <laughs> there's no chance whatsoever you're pulling your phone out because the thing's a bloody festival, mate. Have you seen the list of DJs <laughs> lining up on Ipswich Cup Day? I can't believe it. It's more than there's there's more DJs than there are horses out there. I think I think for Saturday's event. <laughs> oh, and look, tip number two: jacket and ties. Don't even bother and try to elect for the darker color jackets because all you get out there is bourbon and rum. And unfortunately, with a white banger of a jacket, is not very good combination as well. So. <laughs> A bit so of a just, or you get a uh, colour change. You get a colour change on the jacket. <laughs> exactly. So it starts white, ends brown. You had a good time in between. But, mate, it's not a bad race day because you do get a couple more of uh, – I think the local trainers probably target these kind of meets a little bit more. Yep. Um, but you've got, you know, the biggest stables that are probably just hanging around for one more run if, if horses just didn't really perform like they did over the carnival. So – Mate, race one, run us through. Let's get pumped up. Mate, race one, leading the market, we've got Durrani for the Fogden Yard, um, Millwood for Muncie with Mr Byrne on board, and then a couple of others. I mean, most of these, I to be honest, I hadn't even heard of. Balmaurice, Hot Profit, and then Hodgson for the Raiders fans out there. But, um, yeah, it was pretty – oh, General Wolf right down the bottom. I've come across him before. But, yeah, yeah it was pretty <laughs> – and this race pretty hard, to be honest. I sort of stuck with um, a proven combo and something that's going to lead. And for me, that was Millwood for Burn and Muncie. I just thought, you know, it's going to go forward for the from the inside draw. You've mentioned, and we've sort of mentioned it before on podcasts, if you're tipping at Ipswich, you want to be on pace, run on horses, unless there's a crazy hot tempo, um, a pretty, you know, sort of almost shit out of luck kind of thing. So happy to happy to be there. I think it was about eight dollars early, six dollars with a few scratchings. But um, yeah, that's the oh no six. No, it's been backed. Yeah, so no, in, no scratchings, mate. Yeah, into six dollars. Yeah, so the bit, there was a bit of money there. I thought the eight dollars was value for that combo, but that's sort of how I'm seeing it. I don't know. What about you, mate? Mate, I'm uh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm, I've got Millwood on top as well. Look, barrier one. First up was was pretty brave. Um, Durrani just sort of flew from the clouds there and and got up at you know ridiculous odds. So I'm guessing second up for the for the months team who are always sort of low key flying as well. Yep. Um, I think it's a really good play and and just looking at this field, I mean you've got it's five dollars the field with the longest odd Minto's Paradise, which you could probably make a case for at fifteen dollars. So you know that that Durrani form. Um, pretty much goes through this whole field. So yeah. it's just a, a bit of a luck in running. I guess Minto's Paradise, as mentioned, is probably the other one that might sort of push forward. Um, but, you know, it, its form seems to to relish the heavy, and I don't think we're going to get that here, even though we're, we're only dealing with sort of the two, two-year-olds after a couple of starts, mate. We love them. Yeah, well, and the rail's only at uh, half a metre as well for those out there. So it's not like, you know, they're not going to be, they're not having to come six billion wide. So I don't know, potentially run on horses get a chance with the rail there. But yeah, I'd be on pace early, I think, is the way to play it. Yep, 100%, mate. And uh, we're going to, well, we're going to scalp that one and then extend out to the mile. So Ipswich is one of those tracks, mate. At the mile, you're looking at oh, probably... 
on pace because I think there's maybe three really tight turns yeah. um, because it's, it's sort of a circle kind of a track, which is a little bit unheard of. I guess Eagle Farm, you have the back straight where you've got, you know, 600 metres to sort of settle and, and do your thing. But speaking of flying, mate, Michael Costa, I think uh, I think Nick's cyclopedia shot through. 20 yeah. winners from his last 50 runners, which is, well, it's nearly bloody, what, 40, 40 to 50%, which is... Incredible. Yeah, mate. He's uh, absolutely yeah. flying. <laughs> it is. And, I mean, when, when we talked about trainers hanging around, mate, you got Chris Waller that's got a couple. Slow hands at the mile, mate. We love old slow hands, but this is more uh, a bit of a horses that have been up for a while versus horses that are maybe third or fourth run into their prep. Um, but you get to collide in the middle and figure out which ones have still got it. Yeah, this. I mean, mate, it's <laughs> they're they're literally wide open every every race. I've I've steered away from slow hands. I just I can't have it here. I've actually landed on I think one we've back before in Captivator. I didn't mind the um I didn't mind the look of Get Your Grey on and Massif, but they just have a pretty poor record if we do get those sort of soft conditions. And I don't know, Captivator, mate, it's just a track specialist, <laughs> and I think it's been set for this. To be honest, and um, we get Mickey Cahill. It draws in four. Um, it'll be forward. It handles the soft conditions if that's what we get. And if he's not leading, he'll be just outside or just in behind Zigaline. And I think that's going to be the place to be. And I think a few of these, Massaf was the other one I was pretty keen on, but I just think he's going to be too far back at Ipswich. And unless you get a super clever ride, I, yeah, I think it could be all over. So Captivator, I think it was 13s early. Happy to play that each way. Jeez, mate, we might need to get out there. I know we oh. don't want to go anywhere near that track because we look we talk a big game loads about having uh having a few drinks and carrying on a bit but Ipswich is another level yep. uh, i've got the i've got captivator on top as oh, well. No. yeah <laughs> just just for the reasons you outlined though it's um look we, we were keen to follow it for a while there just because it's a tough on pacer mm. um and these kind of fields i'm getting on at the 13 dollars as we speak by the way there with our friends at Bet six four five, um, but you're right. I just I just think that those horses that are in the market are just going to be sitting too far back. Captivate is the one that we know can absolutely roll along, uh, yeah. and when challenged, absolutely give a kick. So yeah, well, barrier four. I mean, you know what what sort of takes it on? You've got maybe a, a couple of bolters that lob up there, but that's that's how this boy likes to run. It's like he how he likes to race. So. Yeah, juicy, mate. Juicy. Value. <laughs> oh, dangerous, mate. Well, look, race three, I think we can uh, – we'll probably have three from three here. So the news during the week was Incentivize, who goes around at the $1.26 favourite here. It's a bit of a shame it's not going around in the cup, but I think uh, with the cutest bonuses up here, it wins this. It probably wins the same amount of money. Yeah. Um, but I believe the horse has been bought. And after this run, we'll be heading down to the Peter Moody stable, mate. What do you think of that? Yeah, well, was there a reason why it's been sold? Like, is it just to, like, I, I, that was the thing for me where I was just <laughs> like, it just, because it was, so, um, what's his name, who had, um, what's his name, Sakalis or, um, yeah. Sikulski, yeah. Oh, Sikulski, so, sorry, I- that's good. Yeah, gone out and bought it. Yeah, I, I've gone out and bought the, the share in it. So I just, I don't, I just was wondering what, because after that last run, why would you be selling oh, mate, it? I think it's, it's like the Hong Kong argument. He's probably come with the open checkbook and said, look, I'll give you, 
Next one. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, for him, he's probably down to Melbourne, maybe is a bit of a cups potential yeah, horse, cups you know. Well, you just sort of, well, you don't really see, you know, it hasn't beaten anything really, let's be honest. But when stayers are sort of putting together the, the resume like it's doing, winning by six, seven lengths at a pop, I mean, it gets people excited, but mm, I don't know if uh, that kind of a level is what we're asking for, but we'll see. Yeah, I, we'll see. I think they get, they all get a bit excited, don't they, when they start talking <laughs> cups and oh. stuff like that it's just like oh, i think we need to all just calm down a bit but anyway i could be wrong it'll probably win the melbourne cup this year now i've said that the, oh, the, we should get on it just to be the, safe the, mate the bean sprug <laughs> potted to Fani. it wins this thing or win the melbourne cup <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well mate we're uh well miss for those that uh follow the mugs mate mystic aroma we uh we had in yesterday there at dooman absolutely wonderful but we're we're on the phone to ever a slot holders already mate it doesn't just doesn't take much for people to get excited <laughs> these days does it <laughs> mate he she was outstanding that was just that was uh, if, you, if you want to rewatch, it was doombin race three yes say over the 1110 meters and um i'm pretty bullish but i reckon if it was 1200 could have could have potentially won that race but something to look forward to for the mug owners out there so yeah pretty exciting times that's it mate maybe this time next year we'll be uh going around in nip switch cup but yeah no. Nah. <laughs> Back to back to business, mate. Incentivize looks an it looks an exciting horse. So it's be yeah. one to watch. I guess Isabella Spring is the one which it does have a lot of form around. So look, I think they've actually ran the Cornella the last sort of three times they've they've clashed. So at yeah. the odds, you're probably going to get a better place price for Isabella than what you'll ever get for Incentivize to win. So that could be the mugs a little juicy, extra exotic there. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think you've pretty much got to play the, the exotics here. You've got to have incentivized on top. That's how I tipped it, but it's not really a tip. I mean, you know, someone who's never watched racing before yeah. <laughs> puts it puts it on top. But yeah, and even Tavian Prince, the booking of Maloney for Golan, it'll lead. I know it's drawn 15, yeah. but it leads. And if he does, you know, if something crazy happens, it wouldn't shock the pants off me if incentivized runs an absolute best second you've ever seen to something like that. But, but you just got to take the top three in the market, I think, and go bang, 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 fecky. Yeah. Dana, you there, mate. Well, yep. look, if it's uh, if you thought that was a tough form race, race four, here we go. Yep. Um, <clears throat> mate, we've got a full field over the 1350, no wins at Metro Handicap. Um, I don't know how all these horses are going to actually fit on that track because I don't think Ipswich is that wide of a track, to be completely honest. Um, mate, I've just uh, before we get out, I've just got tip number three there from our local Switch Cup hero. He says, If you paid for a drinks package, don't waste your time with beers, jump straight to the spirits. <laughs> that's that's a, I think that's a good tip for any drinks package, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Not just out of it, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I don't know why you need Switch for that, but anyway, uh, but maybe we got Luna Mia jumping from Barry in 19. So Willow's still up here. Craig Williams, he's uh, takes a ride here for, for Massar and look, it's shown a fair bit of ability. Uh, last start, a two and a half length, 12th. So that field was absolutely stacked coming into the home straight there at Eagle Farm in the listed. Um, but again, it's one of those ones. You got the locals here. I mean, you got the Sears yard there. They're Ipswich specialists as well, mate. Um, it's probably one of those races on the on the calendar that trainers look at and go, hey, this is a chance for us to grab a bit of a sneaky metro, but here you are with 45 horses nominating. Mate, what's your dartboard selection? 
Mate, I actually thought I've, I've got my best of the. I've got my spoiler. I've got my best of the day in this race. I reckon. Um, I reckon Red Bloom's completely missed here by a mile. Like it draws in nine. It's a dead set track specialist. Four for four off the track. Three for three track and trip, and it handles the soft conditions. It's just not a Eagle Farm or Doombin horse. Ipswich is the go. The Sears Yard, uh, like you said, they do tend to race pretty well at the switch. And I think it'll just be just off the pace once again, sort of taking that luck out of the equation. I think Red Bloom wins. I think 650 or 750 I saw last night's crazy overs. I think it starts favourite. Gee, that is some confidence, mate. In a race like this too, that's that's what we need here on the, <laughs> on the podcast, mate. We need we need to bring the vibes up because, Blaine, we're, we, we're due. We're due for an absolute fill-up, mate. Well, look, I'll, I'll give you one to uh, round out your exacta because you're obviously pretty damn confident, as we just said. <laughs> Divine Diva on top for me, mate. Um, look, I know, again, last prep, we, we had a bit of fun with this girl. I'm getting $17 for the Diva. Now, look at the speed map. It says she's sort of going to sit back, but she doesn't do that. She's a bit of a leader. Um, and second up has a bit of a record to boast. But last prep was sort of getting to those better races with, you know, North Africa down the Gold Coast. Warp Speed who's come out and, and done some good things this prep already. Um, I just think it was purely a run around for a prize check on first up there down the Gold Coast this prep. Um, Mickey Kale on board, mate. Just need a bit of luck. Same thing. If we're if we're sitting in the top sort of five or six, I think you're always looking a bit of a show in the straight there at the old switcheroo. Yeah, mate. It's mate. It's you got to you have to be in that pack. I think early anyway. Like it, yeah, until you get to the later races, unless you see a complete track pattern flip, it's going to be on pace pretty much all day. I reckon. Mate, race five. We're getting to the good stuff now, mate. It's a listed race for the three-year-olds. Now, Amish Boy has come out of this one to go to the big event. So we'll get to that when we get to it, Max. Yep. Hold your horses. Um, but look, Paladas, mate, and you look at Paladas's form, it's coming home behind Apache Chase, Ayrton, and Amish Boy, as we sort of touched on there as well. But you've got the unknown factor with it. Palazapan for the Muncie Yard. And Craig Williams on board's a pretty good booking. But... Again, it's one of those fields, man, that a few of these horses just probably haven't struck like we know they could, but they're always sort of around about the mark. I'm, I'm talking, you know, safe works running well. Tumblr Ridge has sort of done nothing wrong this prep, but is it the top two in the market that are uh, tickling your fancy bean? Well, I came, I, I actually had Tumblr Ridge last start in the carnival and got got it home, I think, at 7.50. And that Palacer pan, if you rewatch its last win, I think it was Joy to All it, it beat in like a, it was a head bobber down the straight at Eagle Farm or Doombin like a midweek, and it was like dead set. It's as tough as boots. So if you think it's just going to lead and crumble, you're going to be sadly mistaken. But um, the form around Paladas is just superior to the other two. Uh, it's pretty hard to jump off Tumble Ridge. But, um, yeah, I mean, Ayrton, I mean, you got – it's drawn the inside. Maloney's on for Golan. I just feel like it's – yeah, it's they've just – it's almost like they've set it up for this kind of thing. It feels like a bit of a sting. <laughs> and $3.60 is is $3.60 in this field is probably a pretty good price, to be fair, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning the other way, mate, because I think there's a bit of the, the unknown factor with Palazapan there for Muncie. Um, and Paladas, I think, is just going to be sitting back off this kind of speed. So, look, we're going to find out how good this thing is. It it's it ran a faster time last start than Orbison on the same day, albeit Orbison was probably 
bloody ripping the uh, hands off Maloney there, trying to ease her back. Um, but Joy, Joy Towal's come out and won impressively. Vanessa's sort of, I think, come out and won from that race as well. So I think there's a bit of merit from it. Um, I guess that's that's the thing. You're going from class three races at midwinter yeah. to, to listed races here. But I, I think Muncie's pretty reserved that he won't just sort of throw one in if he doesn't think it's a chance, you know? Oh, I know, and it was like it was ultra tough in that run our last start. So I think, yeah, it's that I think they were at the top two, those two in the market, to be honest. I think lock them in. Quinella them up. Man, Mugs Quinella, that's easy, oh. easy money. <laughs> Jeez, how hard are we going? Oh, 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 yeah, back at it again the next week. <laughs> exactly, mate. Exactly. No, it was a good day there. We went out there. We uh we had some fun with some mugs, mate. Did you? I know you're a hard man to please sometimes, mate. Did you? Did you have a good day out there? No, I had a cracking day. It was it was real. I think <clears throat> I think the highlight was just the weather and the um. Oh, I did I did I did have a bit of a rage moment, and that was um. I think at one point I went in to get beers, and it was I went to about forty eight different bars, and I came back with light beers, and, and the big old monster goes, "What have you got light beers for?" And I was like, "Mate, don't get up me." I was like, "I was like, it's taking me about an hour to get these six drinks." So apart from that steam rage there, um, I had a pretty good day to be fair. I think, yeah. Well. <laughs> I uh, I stand by my sentiment, mate. I don't know why he came back with light beers, but anyway, <laughs> it just uh, well, there's that and there's there's piss hard people, mate, and they're going to come out of the woodwork here because we start the quaddy with a class six, and there's a horse that's just becoming, he's getting into the cat territory, and people just love to back it, and it's Desert Lord. Oh, so Davy Davy Van Ipswich saddles up for Maloney to ride. Uh, it's going around at $2.40, mate. But this this is a pretty low-key cracker field. A lot of these horses are coming in in really good form. Um, one I've even sort of noticed down at the uh, the 35s there is Mount Batten, and that was super first up as well. So it just shows you the, the depth of this field. Um, I guess Desert Lord's probably wanting to lead, but you've got a fair bit of pace inside it as well. So... Could be a bit of a tough watch for old Lord fans. What are you? What are you feeling? Yeah, I can't believe it's two dollars thirty and getting backed as well. To be honest with yeah. you, mate, that just that's what's blowing my mind. I think it was two eighty or, or three fifty. I'm seeing now. I actually, um, you you mentioned it early. Um, there's plenty of pace with Phantom Falcon and Doctor Why Not. I mean, neither of them have done a thing wrong at all. They're absolutely airborne for the Morrissey and Fogden Yard, respectively. But um, I'm going back to one. You mentioned the word cat. He's He's not a cat, but he doesn't win out of turn. I think Roman Aureus, this sets up from three for Cassidy and Wakefield. I think it's kind of been missed a bit, and it's just because of the, the other form of a few others. And first up, I think it's two from three in terms of placing, so it doesn't sort of run poorly. Cassidy rides at basically every start. And I think if the pace is right on here, Aureus can just be sitting off them. And at $10 and $3 the place, I'm happy to be each way on that all damn day. I think it's a super bet at the price. Yeah, I think you're right there because, well, even it's it's win there on its last start, last prep, it, it's been home Desert Lord. So, yeah, I, you know, if you're, if you're jumping into the Desert Lord odds, you need obviously put in your numbers. Um, mate, Phantom Falcon's always been one of mine. And... Yep. Luckily, got on at last start, last minute, didn't even know it popped up there at the Gold Coast. <laughs> Came out with 61 kilos. 
and absolutely destroyed the field. And I think I was getting <laughs> seven bucks that day. Couldn't believe it. But that's its go. It's it's jump and run and see you later. And for barrier one, yeah, Bobby Stewart on board, um, group one winning jockey, I should say, Ronnie Stewart. Uh, it's just going to do that. It's just going to kick on, go, set the pace around that turn. If nothing's really taken it on up front, which could just get a little bit like that with, you know, Dr. Why Not's going to come wide, bit of a task to try and to sit in that spot. Um, I just think it could be all over pretty quick, but I will have that little side wager on Mount Batten because I think it's one of those horses that can fly home mate, not on it. E- mate, even Ziemba, which is like, it's it's it, it's it's run against some Group One quality horses, and it's twenty one dollars in this field. Like, I can't understand it. I can't understand how Desert Lord's two dollar thirty favorite. If it comes out and wins by more than three lengths, then I eat my words. But it's got to absolutely belt this field to be to be what they're saying. Yes, <laughs> mate. Even Snow Valley, I'm pretty sure was was going across the ditch for Group Ones, wasn't it? Let me go through the form. Yeah. It was yeah it was something. No, it's gone. Yeah, it's done. It's done some Sydney trips. I mean, yeah. it, it's just never sort of gotten there. But um, oh, quality, yeah, mate. What a what a yeah, race. Yeah, what that's prob- that's that's honestly probably the race of the day. To be fair, like I think some of the other fields yeah. are pretty good, but in terms of Queensland horses and what we like to see, sort of back to back weeks and every <laughs> week, that that's the that's the race that interests me the most. Mate. Now the big 100%, one. Uh, we get to the main event, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna just give a little plug, mate, because I had a had a good chat the other day with a, a fella that, mate, he might be up to Ipswich Cups in the next couple of years. Good old Ethan Ensby, mate, from Ballina. So the yeah. mugs have because uh, the winter carnival's over, mate. We need to we need to keep the people involved somehow. We're gonna start doing our interviews again. So mugs, listen out for our interview with Big Etho. Uh, we'll get some uh, get some promotion up as well, obviously, but we'll drop that early next week and. Mate, really nice guy. He's like us, mate. He's a young fella trying to get his way in the industry that's sort of run by the has-beens um, yep. and just some of the struggles sort of coming up and starting out and, and putting a team together, which for him, he reckons anyone could train a horse, but only a, a maestro can get a horse. That's the that's the big uh-huh. message. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got horses. How good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now we just, we just got some trainers. That's right. <laughs> All right, mate, showtime. We need, we need to get the focus back on. So we've, we've got the business out of the way. Now it's back to the real business. Um, the Chris Waller Middle Distance Cup becomes a listed race this week called the Ipswich Cup, sponsored by some absolute crooks. We won't go into that. Uh, but look, he's in town, mate. He's won it the last couple of years and he's got So You Win flying this prep. Um, doesn't like to win though. Hence no, don't the so, so you run the place. <laughs> so you run the place. Uh, but you've also got another favorite of the mugs there. Humboldt current Craig Williams goes on board. What a, and you know what? This is a little bit of thi- overthinking here, but probably spot on the mark. Humboldt current goes around every week as favorite. We don't know how it doesn't win every week, but when you sort of see it gets 54 kilos in a listed race like this, I think few things start to uh, look a little bit clearer in the big picture, don't they? Mm. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the best out of those two, in all honesty. Like I know it's ridiculous to make that comment, but there's um 
not, 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 not the hate out there, but there's a reason Craig Williams is on Humboldt current and Dittman's on So You Win. I think that's um, I think that sort of spells it um, spells it out for any mugs out there that were confused on which Waller runner they wanted to launch into. But um, that won't be me. I'm with um, I'm with big man from down south, P. Moody, I think in good health here is um, is the, is going to be the run of this race. Um, it's had a few a couple of few good runs up here. Draws in seven. Maloney goes on. Should be leading from that barrier. I think I saw six fifty last night. Seven fifty. Uh, five fifty now. Um, it's got a pretty decent record on the soft, and I just think um, you know the, the run behind Nudge is a bit of a push, and I think before that it comes off a listed race win over two thousand in um, in SA, and I know that we sort of have potted a bit of that SA form, but some of them have come across and, and ran alright. So yeah, each way all day there, and I think in what's an open field with just basically a pack of non-winners, I think in good health the, the best of the um, best of the bunch. Oh, I, I really wish we were. I really wish we were disciplined enough to not have a bet in races because <laughs> I do not want to have a bet here, honestly. <laughs> um, mate, I'm going to have to join you there, and it's purely it's flip of the coin stuff, honestly. Between, well, actually, I'm not joining you. I'm on. <laughs> I went on the Waller ran, mate. I thought we were on the Waller team, but I'm going. I'm going Humboldt Curran on top. I just think him and So You Win are the obvious on paper. Um, and you pointed it out, Luke Dittman versus Craig Williams on board. Um, the four kilo swing obviously helps as well. So You Win just hasn't been able to get the job done. I just think it is a bit of a So You Place horse, this prep, and, and just can't put the head down. Humboldt just seems to be up forever. So, look. You got <laughs> it's to- the fittest horse in the world, <laughs> It's, it's the be. it's the Paul Gallon of the racing industry, I think Humboldt Current, because I swear it's been running since about 2015 and never been spelled. He just keeps just keeps turning up. So how it's not dead is a miracle. But anyway, well, hopefully it's got one more run in it, mate. Because yep. look, even even going through it, it had a a two month spell, if that, uh, from September to November, and then was was back at the races in November, and here we are at Ipswich Cup Day, mate. I, I don't know if that's <laughs> It's been a long-term goal for the Waller Army, but uh, I wouldn't put it past the Kiwi Maestro. So goes on board for me. I, just, I can't really say much more. Let's just leave it there and move on, mate, to uh, the eyeliner. Yep, the eyeliner, <laughs> mate. Absolute crack of this. Um, we've got it's a it's a pretty decent field here over the thirteen fifty. It's the city of Ipswich Islander Stakes. Um, Amish boy, the unlucky runner for the Maran Eustace Stable, just missed a run in the Stradbroke. Um, you've got the. I mean, we talk about geniuses the way some of them are going. I mean, Michael Costas, the Jamie Carver training ranks at the moment up in Queensland and probably in the nation. The way he's going, it's just ridiculous. Like you mentioned before, Muncie still has Boom Sarah going and that horse just yeah. it just appears to be just a horse that just uh, just simply doesn't want to do it after the magic millions many many years ago but anyway and then right or wrong for Lindsay Goff another sort of non-winner how are you seeing this one mate mate it seems to be it seems to be that field I mean we seem to be getting a lot of these fields lately but even you look at Amish boy it's had one win from 15 starts Um, And that was a long, long time ago. So it just could be one of those horses that just doesn't want to do it. It doesn't find, can't Um, find the post. (laughs) Can't find the post. And to be quite honest, the only one 
in the top sort of four or five in the market that want to win seems to be Axe, and I've got Axe on top. Um, look, I don't think it got any favours there last start. It's, it's coming through Group 1 form, which... Uh, sorry, Group 3 form, but you can make a case for Group 1 form because, you know, finishing a, a lip in front of Axe that day was Tafane, um, who, of course, went out and licked us in the Stradbroke last week, mate. So it did it wide that day. It did it tough. Barrier 13, I don't think, is going to be as much of a concern as we sort of think because... It's just that horse that pushes forward and, and can probably settle anywhere in the run and you know it's going to give when it gets too given. So 440, I'll take that. Yeah, mate, I am. Um, I reckon I reckon I found one here that's been missed a bit. I reckon it's the best each way play Ooh. basically anywhere in the nation. And that's snitch for Tony Golan and Ben Thompson, mate. You gotta go and rewatch the run last start. It was absolutely storming down the inside. Um, it draws super in one and it'll sort of be thereabouts in the run. Drops four kilos on that last run. Um, it went down, I think it was one and a half lengths behind Dr. Wynott and Superium, who are both, you know. Dr. Why Not starts almost favourite in the in the in the fifth, I think, and then Superium came out and won. Um, I just think he's been set for the island here. I've got a bit of a sense of timing about this one for TJ. And um, yeah, he got held up and then um, shifted off heels and sort of was still closing off late in that run last start. And I think $15 and fours or something I saw earlier um, last night was just, I just was like, what the heck's going on there? That's crazy over. So if you need a, something for your multiples, a bit of value, do not leave out snitch. Cause I think it runs a bottler on the weekend. Yeah, man. Well, we missed the goal mail because it looks like it's. Looks like it's what? Opened it uh, at about the third. It's come for it already, haven't they? So yeah. I think a few scratchings, they've, they've come for it as well. Um, a few scratchings there, but it's a decent little market move as well. So yeah, Ben, you could be uh, you could be on the Steffel special step source there, which would be handy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the other Steph Steph Thorn, mate, Ben Thompson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mate, we get to get out stakes time, and there's nothing like good old Gay Waterhouse to send us home happy. Yeah. Uh, look, the mugs in the Waterhouse family, we go way back. We go way back, and there's no better feeling than absolutely Robin. The Waterhouse is there in the last. You've got Lily Moore and Boomtown Lass, who open favourite. And Boomtown Lass just keeps doing it again, mate. Just keeps running that second drum. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You, you know what you're going to get. Um, Impredacious, mate, was, I don't know, a little bit of a, a disappointing run last start. And, of course, you can't leave out the Golan Yard with Needorp. The list goes on there, mate. Even, you know, you've got Socialising, who have been all over in the past. You're getting $21 for Socialising. Red Steena, oh, that thing can produce a wild turn of foot, mate. $51 first up you can get for Red Steena. Um, who brings us home? Mate, I actually, you're going to, I think you're going to be, you're not going to be impressed. I'm, oh, I'm, back, no. on, I'm back on socialising here, eh? I am. Um, it was, I think in the, um, the stewards report, it was checked just after it jumped last night. It was jumped over by sweet deal. So I think you just completely <laughs> forgive that run, really. I mean, Burns sort of gave it the whip 400 from home, but it just wasn't picking up. And I think it's just probably never felt good in the run after that. I mean, it's one for one track and distance. The fact that Burns sticking, I think, is a pretty big push because I think in this field, he's probably getting one of the premier rides if he wants them sort of a thing. So I think he's chosen to stick here. Golan, again, would have said it here. And I think 
I think last year, if I remember Ipswich Cup, a few did sort of run on late. So it wasn't as on pacey towards the end of the day. And I think we've seen that before out there. So I'm pretty happy, mate. $5.50, $21, another, you know, another being rough stuff. But um, yeah, that's that's how I'm seeing this one. I think play wide here. Yeah, it's it's one of those fields and like even just having a quick look at this this speed map, mate, you could probably make a case for maybe seven of the inside ten barriers that want to push forward. Um, yeah. and that's that's gonna be the first two hundred meters is gonna give you a pretty good indicator if you're in a good spot or not. Um, mate, I, I can't get off Boomtown last. I just think <laughs> Glenn Boss. Mate, I just couldn't I couldn't I just couldn't get on again. I was just like, oh the pains, it's killing me. <laughs> I just think Glenn Boss is past it, to be completely honest. Um, sorry, Bossy, you're a good bloke, but he's come up here for Stradbroke season, mate. He's playing golf every day. He's driving Maseratis and getting fitted out by Mitch Graham, where you've got Craig Williams that's riding midweeks, doing track work, doing this, and he's winning group one. So he he absolutely destroyed that ride last start, Boomtown last. Has to lead. Can't take a sit because I think she's just a high-pressure cruising horse. Yep. And Bailey pulled his pants down at Usmanov. So you get Jimmy Orman back on board who who knows what to do. Barrier one, go forward, get the lead, and out-tough every other horse in this race. Um, look, goes goes well at the track. One from five, but four times in the placings. You can't argue with that. And all those sort of, uh, all those sort of races are at a pretty high-quality race. So... One more chance, Boomtown Lass. One more chance. <laughs> That's it. Oh, mate, I hope, I, I hope he gets home for you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'll do with myself, to be honest, mate. I don't know what to do with myself. The worst part is, is if you're an owner, you're pretty happy because it's just printing. It's just printing money. Like it just never runs poorly. But you just like you just want that one day where you get to hold the trophy above your head. You know, it's you just don't want to. Yeah. Another yeah. second, it's just must be cr- killing it. <laughs> oh well, and, and when you—that's the thing, man. When you get involved with horse racing, whether it's punting, owning, or whatever, you get really good at maths really, really quick. So I'm sure the owners have sat there thinking. What if three or four of these seconds were first? What the kitty would look like, and uh, yeah. I'm sure you just got to just go. Nah, we're not going to play that game again. Hey, six uh, six hundred and sixty four thousand in prize money. That's how good. That's how good it is. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's a and and it's a five year old. So yeah. you've probably they've probably got three years left of racing. It's a um, it's a Magic Millions, you know, champion horse. So they they're gonna. They're going to end up in front because they'll sell it off for a good bit of quid too as a broodmare. The yeah. old team there at uh, the Anderson Yard. So, yeah, yeah look, can't, we've got to commend them, don't we? We've got to commend yeah, them. That's right. Banger time, my man. Banger mate, time. Beans banger, mate. I think it was, we mentioned it earlier in the fourth Red Bloom, sort of 750, 650, something like that. I think um, track specialist, I think it'll be winning that one. Mate, I'm going to uh, kick on to race six, and I've got the Falcon to spread its wings and absolutely cruise home for the uh, the Moz fans there at the Mugs. Barrier one, jump and lead. It'll be a very, very nice watch if we're four or five lengths clear in the last turn. So thank you very much for the $4.40. Okay. Cash it in. And for any of the mugs out there, if you do head out to the Ipswich racetrack, enjoy a few black rats for <laughs> the, mo- the Moz oh. as, I, as I know they will, mate. <laughs> 
That's it, Muggs. Look, we we love to see your antics, and uh, we've probably missed our prime in terms of going to Ipswich Cup. But if we get a few a uh, few dirty Snapchats and Instagrams that come through Saturday, you might just wet our whistle to go. All right, next year we're on board. So we'd love to see some antics out there from your mugs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> get it, get in amongst it. <laughs> All right, Muggs. Well, look, good luck. We're, we're up and about because we need some winners as well. well. Hopefully you've had some faith and stuck with us and we can guide you home to picking the card this Saturday. <laughs> Thanks, Muggs.